Welcome back to the Movie Issues Podcast. It's October. I am Leland, the ghost host, here with my co-ghost host. What did I call you last week? Uh, the co-host ghost with the most? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Ish? Ish. Ah, <laughs> uh, spooky. Uh, it is Halloween and we are still kicking and going. Uh, and fall season is here. TV has started. You can't help it. Uh, uh, at time of the recording, Flash and Arrow are starting this week. Who is it this week? It is this week. Mm. Um, Gotham is back, apparently doing very well. Well, the internet, for is, the internet is telling me it's doing well. Uh, I've watched it. Have you? Yeah, I, I'm a glutton for punishment with Batman. I have to know. Yeah. It's the same reason I still bought All-Star Batman. It's the same reason well, I will still get Dark Knight 3. I have to know how bad it's going to be. It's a train wreck. Well, then uh, I'm sure you're pleased to hear that uh, Jim Lee wants to pick uh, All-Star Batman back up again. I did not hear that because I could give two fucks. <laughs> but you need it. You need to complete it. I, do I? I have not thought about it. You need there to, has there has no scenes of, of weird tattooed Joker fucking hookers and then killing them <laughs> in the Orient. Yeah, well, yeah, he had some weird like Chinese dragon it on was his back. Weird. Like I would normally say, oh, you he, he's in some sort of like Asian like country. No, no, nope, this was he awful. was in the Orient. I felt like nineteen thirties Orient. Like, Still yes. doesn't explain why he has that tattooed on his back. <laughs> no, but that's what I it felt like in the Joker scene. Like, like, like I felt like the movie time traveled to like some weird where the Orient is this mystic land. Wasn't she <laughs> like a doctor or something? Who the the Joker? No, 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 no. The uh, the the girl that uh, he sleeps with. I and, thought and it then was Cat. Kills. Yeah, I don't even fucking know. No, because he kills her. Who cares? Uh, it's like 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my case has been rested. Uh, I, I, Gotham's been... I fell off about halfway through last season. Now, And I wish I could have too, but as just stated, yeah. glutton for punishment, I gotta know. Like, it's on Netflix now, so I feel yeah. like I'll pick up and finish at least the first season. There is some decent the scenes in some good episodes. Like People are talking about the second half of the season, not the first half. So maybe I... Maybe I fell off too early, but I feel if I did gave you, you seven it, episodes... Did you, did you make it when Fish Mooney wore a alligator as a necklace? feel like that could have been any given episode with her. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I, it was like the internet said we want more villains. And they said, okay, well, fine. So here's all your villains. But there's still no Batman. So it's villains that aren't villains, but they're akin to villains we know. Fighting someone else. So like beta versions of the, of the villains that we and, like, and then there's like there's the you know then um fighting you know, killer croc is a little tadpole oh my god and i don't then there's Tiny the tadpole. um the kid that could be the joker or could not be the joker apparently i have he's not, been the star of this whole well, show it seems every he's not in a bunch of episodes but well, whenever only been he is three yeah and he's been in all three but i'm talking like last season too like he's everyone, only in the one yeah i'm saying he, he's not in every episode yeah. it's not his show but if he's showing up everybody's talking about hey him. well you know what Spoiler. Uh-oh. I don't think he's going to be in any other episodes. I don't know uh, what you mean by that, Yeah, Leland. I, I, I have no... Well, we're not going to talk about it. Needless to say, the rumor today was that there could be a female Joker. I did I see that. You know what? I don't need that. I also don't need I don't, her being Harley Quinn either. I, like, I, that was also a thing thrown I, around. I don't need this show, but I definitely don't need that. <laughs> but it is the only thing on Monday nights that, that's on at 8. <laughs> you know what? Maybe uh, take that time, uh, kick back, go to bed early. Maybe I don't know. Go for a run. Uh, it's eight o'clock. I don't know. I saw three people pick, jogging pick this up, morning. Pick up knitting. Look, I, I was watching people jog yeah. outside my window. You know what it prompted me to do? Sweat. Nope. Get up and close them blinds. I don't need to see that shit. <laughs> Quit making me feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, I'm playing video games. <laughs> I, I gotta yeah. try and put together more Lego shit. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> the, um, I did in my neighborhood what it's like. <laughs> I did uh, the best new show of the season so far, Blind Spot. Really? That's awesome. I haven't really brought myself to watch it yet. because I just. Good. I feel like it was really gimmicky. It is. Okay. It's super gimmicky and super procedural. Okay. But it's done well. It's Jason Bourne with a chick. And I love Lady Sif, but I want her I in a better show. The, you I'll know give it a shot eventually. Um, I think because um, Castle... 
Bones, Once Upon a Time, um, some of the other bullshit that I'm a, like a CSI. Bones that have been around. The stuff that's while. shit that's yeah. been around for years that I watch just because I'm used to watching it or whatever. It's habit now. They all let me down. This oh, all their premieres were terrible. Just mm-hmm. like. Like it was almost like they had never watched their own show. I'm honestly kind of surprised Castle is even still on. It should have after this last episode. It, yeah. it needs to go. Like and love, I loved Castle, yeah. but I'm like, y- I, you're done. I had a big hard on for for the show for a long time, and yeah. then it just kind of drifted away from I'm me. Just like you're whatever you're doing now, not yeah. interesting. I missed episodes, and I, I fuck, didn't. Fuck, feel bad this about is it. so funny. Okay. In Once Upon a Time, in dialogue, mm-hmm. they come back. They're all memories are all gone again, right? What? Right? And Snow White goes, my memory's gone again. I said, you just echoed what every fan watching this show just went again. Really? Do you not have writers? You have a hundred no, years of have Disney. Have they run out of princesses? Or princesses? No, they have not. No, they have a hundred years of Disney films and stories to go through. Maybe... Watch one of them movies. I don't fucking know. I feel they really blew their load uh, up front with a lot of that shit. Oh, like once they did. When when's Dumbo gonna show up? <laughs> when did the Jungle Book? When did the animal characters when? come in the sky in the um the, the skies of human characters? Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, like like oh my name's Tramp. Um, do you turn into a dog? <laughs> he used to be a dog in the old world. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. when do he, when when do animals from the old world now start becoming what, characters? This this is how you get the old spooky uh, into that show. You bring in, like, the fucking Duckburg. You bring in uh, Scrooge McDuck, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, Gizmo Duck, Launchpad McQuack. Mama Fratelli. <laughs> you jump over to Tailspin. You bring in Rebecca, Shere Khan. Speaking of Shere Khan, did you watch the fucking Jungle Book trailer? Um, yes. Or as I've been referring to it, Lord of the Jungle Book? <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings meets Jungle Book. I, I saw it, I'm like, oh, all right, this is all... These are all things happening in front yeah, of me. Yeah, I mean, it looked fine for the action beats that the trailer requires. Yeah. Not enough of bare necessities in that trailer, right? man. I was just like, so you, you going to tell me the talk? What's what's up? Like We, we see uh, uh, Jenna... Uh, Joe, Scar- Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Um, Black Widow as the Ka, which is weird. It works for me. I, it's uh, it's, been, it's been a dude, yeah. so to make yeah. it a chick, it just it seems weird. Why not? Look, it's not like I'm holding on to the car legacy here. I'm just saying. But listen, I hate snakes. <laughs> no news there. But if you make that snake a Scarlett Johansson, I will think twice. I just think someone saw her and her, and they were like, "Oh, she got a good voice. Let's yeah. make her a snake now." Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, look, Walken is King Louis. We're going to have to hear him sing. I want to be I like you. I can't wait for that. But I use the term "sing" yeah. like I loosely. I, w- yeah. I won't pay for it, but I'll YouTube the fuck out of that. I'm, scene. I'm just saying, like it's the same with Bill Murray. Like the dude can't sing. Mm, yeah. So it's like you're gonna have songs Shatner style. <laughs> it's like, you know? I don't know because you can't dub those guys. You can't because they're you'll know you hired them specifically to play also those true. roles. Like even in that one quick shot where King Louis pops out of the shadow, like knowing that Walken did all the facial, you know, on set, like they had them doing that. <laughs> the mocap shit. Yeah, there's a moment. There's a small quick scene where it's like you can. That's a walking monkey. Like you can kind of see it. Like there's a small. I have to go back. It's and, a small cut that. where I'm like, I gotta find that. He's got that walking stare at you, kind of like disbelief. Like why? Other you, otherworldly look that he has. Like, that's, that's, it's a walking orangutan, and I don't know how to handle that. Like, I'm like does that mean when I look at Shere Khan, I'm gonna see Luther? Like, <laughs> like he's just gonna flip tables. <laughs> Is Shere Khan gonna lean in and be like, "My king, Thor"? <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, "I can't do this. I'm so awkward." Uh, uh, well, okay, we'll just quickly hit on this because it happened so recently, and I'm not quite sure how to uh, deal with it. Uh, 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 Lex Luthor Jr. I guess is the thing now. Um, Jesse it. Eisenberg. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm his son. Why? Why? Like, what, what was purpose? this? Was this written originally like this, or did did the internet just go off on him being so young that they were like, "Oh, fuck, is make he, it in song. Is he so young? He's twenty nine, twenty eight. Yeah, but I mean, no. To me, no. But like, <laughs> but I, I look at that. I look at the, the one photo, like him all bald and everything. I'm like, okay, yeah, that looks good next to Superman. 
Yeah, there's the and, one photo of him bald, and the one photo where he looks like Kurt Cobain. So it's yeah, like, there's that one. like which one? Yeah, it's honestly like, I don't care as long as he doesn't act like every single character he's played. Yeah, if we'll he's not okay. trying to get land, I'm quite okay with however he fucking does. Yeah, that's a good forty percent improvement. <laughs> as long as he doesn't have some kind of real estate scheme, <laughs> he will be forty percent better than any Lex before him in uh, big screen movies. Yeah. It, it, it's, I don't know, man. It, it feels like Gotham. They're just making changes for change's sake without having any like, but, like reason Gotham, behind them. Gotham is 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 desperate to get the Bat fans because at that time in Gotham, you don't think these, these people fuck are all going on, right? But you don't think these people are desperate to get the Superman Bat fans by get, changing something different? But, like, but it don't make sense, man. Then, like, because it, I hear, oh, okay, so he's his son. So who's Lionel Luther? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> in my no, mind, who's Lex Senior? My mind goes to that. Like I'm like, all right, fine. Do you establish he's probably dead? But I'm like, okay, that's fine. So what famous actor comes in as a cameo? Gene Hackman. Oh, I would walk out. Spacey. I, I, hey, Spacey was a solid choice. He was. He was just directed poorly. He was good. No, he wasn't. He was good on paper, and he was good in photos. And then he started talking, and you were like, oh, you don't understand the character you're portraying because Brian Singer's directing you. All right, yeah, he looked good. That's all I got. (laughs) You're right. That poster of him holding the kryptonite with that superfly white trench coat, I was like, that's fucking pimp. And then he's just like, I'm going to get land. And I'm like, I'm out. (laughs) 40% less. (laughs) He's having sex with old ladies. It's gross. (laughs) Which wasn't needed at all. Like, it just... Uh, anyway, uh, so apparently the Flash has got a movie date. Oh, hey, look at that! Yeah, so March third, twenty eighteen. So be, uh, prepared. be be ready, everybody. August thirtieth, two thousand twenty. Flash. <laughs> uh, Seth, Eating your way. Uh, Seth Graham Smith will be the writer and director of this. He is the um, untalented asshole that brought us uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh. Um, all the book, not the movie. Oh. Um, well, the book. I didn't read the book. I don't need to read it. But I did read the wiki of the book. <laughs> and he's, that sounded pretty fucking cool. He's not untalented for that. Okay. Um, he's untalented because he he did the treatments for um, Dark Shadows and Beetlejuice 2. Well, Beetlejuice 2, we don't know yet. Do, don't we? Don't we? Now, he does get a side pickup, though. He did help with the Lego movie. See, he's riding that middle train where I'm not quite sure what the thing... Like, on one hand, god damn, I hate you. But I really like that Lego movie. Uh, Ezra Miller, still attached. Still thinks he's going to be Flash in four years. I, I, I've pretty much put that to bed. I'm like, all right, that's fine, whatever. Yeah, so have I, because I can watch a better Flash on yeah, TV. Like, you know, with multiple episodes I'm, and stories. Or instead, I'm going to have one movie. five years of good Flash yeah. before I have to deal with whatever, <laughs> good or bad. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens in that movie, if it makes it, if it makes it, yeah. I mean, at this point, it looks more like a house of cards than a house of ideas. <laughs> Although that's Marvel's slogan, <laughs> it is true. But it, I like the idea of a house of cards. Yeah, yeah it Come is on, really. Man. Did you hear that shit? That Jared Leto never spoke to Will Smith on set unless they were talking as Joker to well, he's, Deadshot. He's real method, isn't he? Yeah, knock that off. You're an actor. I, Just come uh, in and do your fucking job. It's, like, that honestly, that's one of the few things about actors that really pisses. It's doing great for Daniel Day Lewis. He's got fucking yeah. Oscars to burn. Yeah, apparently that's what you got to be to get an Oscar. Just be a dick to everybody. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it it's, saddens me on one hand because you know maybe no no okay what? okay yeah, yeah. What? maybe what? Will Smith just doesn't understand. Jared Leto just didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> That Wait, was his excuse. Maybe that man. I would love it. That Will Smith just doesn't understand why no one would want to not talk to him. He's He's Big Willie style because he's the be- Fresh Prince. Everybody loves the Fresh Prince, but nobody <laughs> nobody cared about uh, the uh... his last four movies. <laughs> no, what was that? What was that show he was on? It's my so-called life. My so-called life. Yeah, yeah. yeah apparently people do. I mean, in well, hindsight, internet... people really like freaks and geeks too. That show. That is a good show. I couldn't do it. Why? That did not speak to me. It's, and it's... I am a freak and a geek, and I was watching like. Yeah, is this how it was in Canada? Because it wasn't this way in, in, in America. I thought it was good. Now, granted, I didn't think it had a lot of room to run. Hence why it was canceled? Um, 
I think it could have gone three seasons most. That's fair. I don't think there's anything left after three I am seasons. not the person to talk about it. I, I will say yeah. that straight out. I did not I'm finish not, it. Am I, I'm not the biggest Apatow fan. Yeah, that but, did hurt a little bit for me yeah. as well. Uh, I will say, though, gun to my head, Freaks and Geeks versus My So-Called Life. I'm watching Freaks and Geeks because My So-Called Life was... I never watched the, that. It, it actually was a show that... I, I'll, I will fight people who think it was a show ahead of its time. No, it wasn't. It was a show that was perfect of the 90s. <laughs> yeah, bring it, it on internet. It embodied everything that I hated about my high school. Like I was just like, you're just showcasing things I don't want to talk about or look at that I deal with every day. Why would I want to go home, turn on TV, and watch this kind of bullshit? Also... Hate what's her name? So that's the Claire Danes. Oh, yeah. Really? Homeland. I need to go home. Oh, okay. and never leave her land. I hate her so much. I think the only thing I liked her in is the Romeo and Juliet movie. But I like that movie, which I know you don't. But mm, I'm up in the air on yeah. it. I like her in um, the Neil Gaiman flick, Stardust. Stardust. Yeah. Mm. But I'm a big fan of. Everything about that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's Matthew Vaughn. You like with, the movie with, and she happens to be in it. Yeah, so she by happens to be by association. I'm okay with her. She, she gets a pass. Yeah, yeah. But she is the lowest of pass. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm like, it's Matthew Vaughn with flying steamships and witches. <laughs> I'm like, what are we going to. I'm like, I'm listening. What, what else she got for me? And you got Daredevil. You got Daredevil running around. Yeah. Making sure Superman don't get the Baroness. Like, you know, there's this whole lot going on in that flick. We should probably do that movie for the podcast. And Robert De Niro is a drag queen. Because <laughs> so many, like, yeah, there's so much going on in that film. You see, you, you, so you watched Heroes, huh? I did, I did. Did you actually finish the four seasons of the last show? I trailed off, but I don't okay, think so Like, most Heroes fans, you're coming yeah. back in cold, hoping that it would make sense. Um... The first two seasons make sense. What they wanted to do then afterwards loses itself. They yeah. told a big story and then it kind of tried to tell like smaller stories from what I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and really, as far as like, I, I watched the two hour premiere. That's mm-hmm. all I've seen. I haven't seen the next episode yet or the third episode by the time this comes out. Um, so I, I'm just trying to, okay, here. First two seasons, all the stuff you like, it's all that matters. So far that I can tell, the only thing that matters going into Reborn is what you liked about the first one. Now they're reestablishing, you know, like what powers can do and they've got new stuff going on. They're establishing the world post a Civil War-esque uh, event. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that. Yeah, for, you know, the comic book people who, who are aware. Um I mean, there's a lot of weird shit going on. And, I, and some of the powers... There's one power in particular. Kind of having a hard time wrapping my head around. The video game chick? The video game chick. Uh, I, a, I, that's a little too weird. I didn't even make it to the video game chick, so whatever time length that is into the premiere. Yeah. Uh, honestly, this is... Uh, I'm just mm. mad Hero wasn't in the first episode. Where, where the fuck's Hero? Uh, that's why I'm here. Yeah, well... I think you and a lot of people are there for yeah. that, too. Uh, I, did, uh, for, I watched it. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Yep, you're still just X-Men. You, you, it, it, I guess because I've read X-Men for like 25 years, I see... And they've done all the stories. And they've done it all. And I just, I'm like, I just don't, I just don't need to watch this story again in a different medium. Someone can tell you the high points of the show, yeah. and you also. And I know this is going to be the weirdest thing. He made Chuck a bad guy. I'm kind of out. It, I, it, he has reasons, and I get it. No, but I was like, no, I can't. Lie. I don't think it's going to last. I don't think it is either. Yeah. But I'm like, I can't watch Chuck kill. Like, people. I, I think it's going to turn very shortly. I was like, I can't watch Chuck be a bad guy. You're it's, Chuck. You're happy. Is. You're lucky. I listen to your podcast. You're like a real good dude. You're Flynn Rider. I can't watch you kill someone cold heartedly. Shut that shit off quick. I was like, I'm sure there's something else I'm going to be disappointed on right by now. <laughs> like the Muppets. <laughs> Second episode was better. Yeah? Yeah. Third one out yet? Tonight. Okay. <laughs> Time of recording? Time of recording. Uh, uh, I did, the, 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 the piggy Kermit thing, and we talked off, off Michael about it, is it's generally uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it made me feel like... Dad just hit mom across the table at dinner, and I have to look down and eat my macaroni and not look back up. For fear, I'll get hit, too. It's echoing in the house. Yeah. But the second episode got rid of all that. They just went into the 
Regular. The bullshit. Okay. And I was like, all right, if you keep it like this, you have I'm okay. But like everyone on my Facebook mm. still saying like, oh, I want my old Muppets back. I don't need my old show back. I have those all on DVD. I can yeah. watch them and be fine. I'm not one of those people like, it's gone forever. And I flip a table. I'm like, no, 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 Star Trek fans. They're still there. Just do what I do. Don't watch them. Yeah. Hey, if you don't like part five, don't put it on. Um, <laughs> on, 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 on one hand, I, I do want to agree. But then like there are there's shit that has really changed my opinion of characters afterwards. And yeah, I, and you I can't, imagine I can't the stuff that's bad, though. It's typically stuff that doesn't remain a character trait or flaw. Stay, yeah, it doesn't stick around. Yeah. Like, one of my biggest problems is Anakin. Just Anakin. And it pollutes what I think is going on in Vader's mind when I watch the original trilogy. I'm not going to disagree. I don't ever sometimes have that. His balls have been taken away yeah. from him. <laughs> well, they kind of were. But, like... I can get past it and just look at Vader as a completely different person. But then you have to kind of detach yourself from him. Yeah, that's all right. Eh, the movie isn't about him. It ain't, but, like, oh, he's so menacing. Look, and I, and it the just sad seems... part, this is things we're doing mm -hmm. just to be able to want to, to enjoy him. Like, we're making excuses. We are. It's, we are. it's the same way... That we've been making excuses with George Lucas. Like, he's that boyfriend that beats us up. But we just keep going back to him. We keep telling our friends, no, no, you just don't know him like I do. <laughs> it's the same thing. That's a little drastic. Is it? I think so. <laughs> I, think so. I don't think so. I think it's a little drastic. All right. Well, we've, we've paddled on. Rattled on far too long. <laughs> far too long. We just want to make sure. We have an amazing movie. Um, and I'm trying not to just have us sit here and quote it. So I'm trying, you know, like, um, I, I did good not to quote it too much during. I will disagree with that statement. Oh, <laughs> if I was not on my iPad, I would have been doing it more with you. That's okay. why I was on the iPad a lot. Was the I can't do what you're doing with you. I'll let you just do it by yourself and have your girlfriend stare at you oddly. <laughs> it's like just spook it, rolling her eyes, real good. <laughs> Uh, 1974's masterpiece, The Young Frankenstein, Mel Brooks. That's pretty much all you need to say at that point. Uh, it's it not necessarily a Halloween film by any means, but it's a movie I watch only around this time of year. But I can watch any day of the week, in any month, and I would still be fine with it. But I like to watch it in October. Oh, it's, to me, it's an October vibey film because I'm already watching all those other monster movies. Sure, 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 I sure, want to sure. just keep the train going through the comedy train of it. It's to me, it's it's one of my top five all time favorites. So I can watch mm -hmm. this. It's definitely in my top ten. I I do watch this repeatedly throughout the year. Uh, I don't anymore because this was one of those movies that was on so much in my house yeah. that I don't need to watch it. I relive it in my mind. <laughs> you were ready days. to podcast when you walked into the I apartment. Did, I don't need to rewatch. It's one of those you're movies like, where I'm just like, you're like, like Spook, why, why are we watching this? Because like, it's fucking amazing. You're right. And I'm not disagreeing. And it has been a year since I've watched it's, it, so I'll watch it. It's, <laughs> it, it's been maybe maybe six months. I laughed more than I thought I would. Like I, every time I think, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm at the point where I, I just enjoy it, and it doesn't it doesn't get me unexpectedly. It's one of those I amazing it again, like tonight, and I'm fucking dying. It's one of those amazing tears. Movies. I had tears, even though I've seen this several hundred times. I well, that's over exaggeration a lot. I still notice things I've never noticed before. Mm. Or I had forgotten them, and then I re-noticed them. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure I've noticed. Inspector Camp puts his monocle over his eye patched eye. I'm sure I've noticed it, but there was something about noticing it offhandedly tonight where it was like, <laughs> that got me tonight. Yeah. I'm sure I've noticed it before. Um, like, just just step away from, from everything inside the movie. The, the movie itself, just on the surface, is an amazing accomplishment. Mm -hmm. It is such a honest faithful homage to the original Frankenstein film. Mm. It's filmed in like such, such a way that it, it feels so natural to, to even have the, 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 the gaffes that are put there on purpose just to give it more of that old filmmaking feel. And then there's the crap that happened on set that no one prepared for. Yeah. When you get 
this many comedic geniuses in one room, there's going to be ad libs. Yeah. It's kind of like, and we won't go with me on this example. Is, okay. Okay. I will preference not a great example as far as comparing movies. Okay. But as far as putting that many funny people in a room and setting the camera up and going, go. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the table scene in Austin Powers 1 when they first established that the cat is bald. Yeah. That's, I don't think from what I remember in the commentary, there was much written. They just let all those people just go. No. And for me, that's what, like, this is. Like, especially this, like, was it <laughs> the whole Oval Team warm milk? That's not written. <laughs> She just kept going. Yeah. And you can kind of see it on his face like, I'm going to go with this because <laughs> this could be damn yeah. funny. <laughs> Gene Wilder, Madeline Kahn, Marty uh, Feldman. Um, Terry Lo- Gar, Chorus, Chorus, Chorus Leachman. That was weird. Chorus. Not Chorus. 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 Uh-huh. I, just, I always go Chlor- Chlor- <laughs> um, Fra Bruja. Fa- family name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like these, these, this is your core Group and even Madeline Kahn only bookends this movie in as collectively ten minutes of, of correct. And, but, but she got nominated um, over Terry Gar. Yeah, and and you said not for anything. Lacking no, and from Terry, Terry Gar is not by any. She's means also doing an amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's just that, yeah, you, like you said, you said everyone is eating the film around her. She yeah. just can't her, her character, Thor Sleachman and Madeline Kahn. Her character doesn't need to be as crazy as those two True. other two. She is in, out of those three ladies, she's the calmest one. Yeah. And even though calm is not a word I would use either. You know? She's just, she's kind of like the, she's the, the everyday chick compared to the, the other two. She's the cute sex spot. Like, yeah. She's, uh, she's gorgeous in every scene, every scene. She's your girl dress, next door. Like, She's kind of maybe the one thing that this movie of its original time that it's emulating, she's like the only character that wouldn't really have been there. Like she's, yeah. I feel she's more of a modern, we got to sex up this, uh, this film a little bit. But and, also then you got Mel Brooks who loves himself some dirty humor. Yeah. So you need the object of every dirty <laughs> and joke. And you say sexed up by the extent of, Showing a little cleavage, like that yeah, no, was that true. was sexed up for seventy four. Show a little titty, some, some, <laughs> some cleavage going on. <laughs> but I it, just the top, just the top. You know, then, then this isn't side boob hour. No, but like there is a lot of. I mean, it is. I like the concept that it is a takeoff of the five other Frankenstein movies from the Universal Horror Pictures. But like you just established, yes, that shit happened. Yeah. at another studio. <laughs> But we're going to go off of those. And really, you don't. It's also kind of just off the book, if you just look at it that way. Like, hey, the Frankenstein was a book, too. Okay. Yeah, I think it's open. It's um, part of those public domain public, Yeah, public yeah, domain. Yeah. It's like Dracula. Anyone, they, anyone can make they, one. They can do whatever the fuck they want with them. But, like, it is very funny, though, that it's clearly an homage to the love of those universal horror movies. Which is why I think... I lump this into those because I watch those so often yeah. growing up. That's why it's that, here in October. Yeah, and that's why this this movie is in my mind is something I watch so much because it just rolls into the, so much the fact that in my mind this is a universal it's horror movie. Frankenstein, it's just comedy. Frankenstein, brighter Frankenstein, young, young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. God, it just goes like yeah. that for me. Like that's just the watching order. <laughs> it's just we don't need Evan Costello in this. No. Because their movie is just fine on its own. <laughs> it's like, but this this is you've got you've got Mel honestly Brooks. Mel Brooks is probably uh, I knew and me have had this discussion over several sure. evenings. This to me this is his best work. I think this is his best movie. If if he was to never make a movie again, this is the one you want to go out on. Now Blazing Saddles did come out the year before or after this. So I can't remember, but mm-hmm. the, within a two two year span, you have his two. Greatest movies. Probably yeah. his most memorable. One could probably still play fine today. Yeah. The other cannot. <laughs> so, but it is very funny that, you know, people who remember Blazing Saddles is this thing that happened. It, it, the people that get all up in arms about it being racist and stupid, and blah, 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 then they're missing the point of what the movie's doing. Yeah. Also, Richard Pryor wrote all the dirty jokes, so... 
As Bell says in his commentary, hey, Richard said it was okay, then it's okay. <laughs> also, I got his blessing. Yeah, also, Bell Brooks, a Jew, makes a lot of bad Jew jokes, too. So it is one of those, well, if he says it's funny, then we're allowed to laugh. Kind of fair game. <laughs> you know, so. if, if such a thing is, is real. In the 70s? Yes. <laughs> it was okay in the 70s. Racism was allowed on With a good television. Old fam- good old-fashioned family <laughs> racism, Disney racism. Yeah. <laughs> Disney racism. Come on, man. <laughs> Look at me straight in the eye and tell me. Tell me that one real. Song of the South was in the 40s. <laughs> When's Dumbo? 40s as well. Okay. So the 40s was Disney's high praise of racism. Mel Brooks's was the 70s. Zippity doo dah. Because <laughs> I have yet to ever see an elephant fly. The. I am not a fan of the Mel Brooks. Um, my span of Mel Brooks is different than yours. I think his his last great movie um, was whatever came before Spaceballs. So <laughs> I can't I can yeah. I can I can't remember the the chronological order. No, but, but, but yeah, I, essentially you stop at Spaceballs. Yeah, I can't. Really. Uh, I I stop at well, you stop before Spaceballs. I stop at Spaceballs. Dracula Dead and Loving It oh. has some fun things. There's, there's moments. But I feel but like, but th- you can count them all in one hand. To me, that's Mel Bro- that's Mel Brooks trying to make the Mel Brooks movie everybody wants him to make. Like yeah. they don't, they don't quite get that genius. It's also he's he's not working with the um, the same the, cast. the caliber of cast. Like there are some people in that that are very very funny. Yeah, in Leslie, other roles, Leslie Nielsen I think is great. Not um, in this one. Like he's great in Naked Gun. He is terrible as Dracula. Like it's just it, it's just. I would like to go back and see it, oh, but yeah. I have, I have that problem. I'll tell you, again, I saw on Netflix uh, the second Crow movie, City of Angels, mm-hmm. and once again the thought crossed my mind: maybe it's not so bad now. Even though, repeatedly. Oh, no, yeah. I have done this to myself. I watch it and I'm like, still awful. I do that with Men in Tights about every five years. I'll try to give it a shot. And and I'll I'll get halfway through and I'm like, nah, this is just not funny. I I, I still like Men in Tights. I can't. I told there's one joke. Well, the Patrick Stewart thing is funny because it's it's Captain Picard, so I don't give a fuck what he's doing. Um, When the fox runs off and makes a dolphin noise, I don't know what it is about that thing, but that's the funniest goddamn thing that's in the whole movie. Like I was like, I want a fox that makes a dolphin noise. Every Come time on, man! Runs. But like, Carrie Owens, just that entire movie. Yeah, he's fine, but he's we've, great. Yeah, uh, he's great, but we've Dave seen Chappelle is good. I can't. No, just... you don't like a chew? <sighs> Come on! I bet. I bet money. He, this is probably the same conversation we had last time we did Mel Brooks <laughs> movie. But come on. I just I, I, anyway. But Spaceballs is the one that I, I like. The sad part is, is I loved it as a kid, and I think because I just it's all colors and jokes and ooh. And then as I get older and start understanding subtext, it's, it's like I don't like what you're doing here. Quit making fun of my love. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? But but. I still know it like the back of my hand. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 I can throw down with the quote Arama with it. You know what I mean? And and, and be mad at myself. <laughs> the, the, funny, the box, stupid. <laughs> funniest thing in that fucking movie is the pick on the desert. That's good. That's good. Whoever, be... whoever thought of that, Oscar. <laughs> Did you see them squeeze that into the uh, the Star of Wars trailer? Of course, and it was genius there too. <laughs> just just looking for um, Jones from Police Academy <laughs> with a pick in the desert. I was like, mm-hmm. like even the beginning of that setup. Well, we're combing the desert. I was just like, I hate everything you're doing. Fucking hate. But as soon as he goes, and to he goes like, the oh, pick, okay. I was like, <laughs> I'm a terrible person because now I think it's funny. Uh, but Young Frankenstein, I think, is his best work. For me, you like Blazing Saddles. Um, You're a big Blazing Saddles. It's a really tough balance. Yeah, like I, I'll never be mad at anyone who puts one over the other. No, because they're night and day, but they're not. Like they're they're two homage pictures to two of the greatest things that saved Hollywood horror films and the spaghetti western, and both are. Terrible, and then you're there, watching like he, there, he said a dirty word. Like, <laughs> there's probably his two best satire films. Yeah, there I think, which is why I get irritated with people who 
say, oh, uh, satire, um, when they, when they make those, was it these like disaster movies and they're like, they're like, oh, those are satire. I'm like, that's not satire. That's, that's shit parody. You're just, you're just parodying. That's not the same as satire. You're parodying the movie that's right next door to this movie. Like, like a satire is something that takes time. Like even, I think Airplane is probably the other best satire movie in the world. In the top five of satire films, Airplane is a naked gun too. Part one only. The other two are fine, but they're I terrible. I can't remember part one. But airplane, it's it comes. It's you know, yeah. Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, and Airplane. Like yeah, that's three, it. Three of the best comedic satires. And if those ever. are the only three comedy movies I could ever. Li- well, Clue. <laughs> yeah, that's because I got thrown in there. But if that was it, I'm all right. Yeah, because I get my I get the con. So as long as I got the con yeah. in there somewhere, I'm fine. But. uh you know, it is odd to watch this tonight and watch just... Now, do you think the humor still plays for people who have never seen it? Or the humor plays for you and me because we've watched it so much, we're <laughs> laughing ten seconds before the joke happens. Yeah, yeah. Spook at once was like, I know this is going to be funny because Spooky's already laughing. But, like, I don't know if she thought it was as funny as you and I did. I don't think she did. She... <laughs> yeah. But... Could that have been the case because she was annoyed with us both giggling like children? Maybe I don't know. like she, but like she's she's a she's a big uh, leader. My Brooks fan, like she loves um, Spaceballs and uh, Men in Tights. I think is is her favorite. So she, if if you and I, with our few years different in age, uh, are separate generations of Mel Brooks, yeah. she is the one that then follows. She's the newer generation. Yeah, she's she's the last one, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Would you, would you, would you want another film from him? No, like, no, no. I'm fine. Like, I mean, he's still sharp as ever. Yeah, but he he's sharp as ever in the shtick that he's been doing for fifty years. I don't think his humor's evolved. I don't think he, if he was to make a satire now, I don't know. What if, if it he, wasn't a satire? What if it was just another comedy? Well, that's fine. But or like yeah. semi, like kind of half and half, like high high anxiety or something. Well, I'd have to see what he's doing. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't. But like, I'm, I'm just curious. He's like 11. I think he's tired. He's fine. You know? Oh no, he don't need to do another no, thing for the fine. rest of his life. Yeah. I will, I will bring him fucking mush prunes. <laughs> Ew, gross. Every, every day, whatever, whatever he wants. I'll walk over hot coals for that man for what he has given me. But I'm I'm just curious, like if if he came out and said, you know what, I got a movie in me still, I want to make it. Like in this day and age, it doesn't matter who you are. Like just because you want to make a film doesn't mean you're I mean, automatically, if he, if especially he, with if time, he, if he so much time behind him. I don't know. The president of Hollywood said, "I'm Mel Brooks. I want to make a movie." I think they would say no to him. You think so? Yeah, because the kids that are running Hollywood now oh. probably would be like, and you are who? Fuck you, president of Hollywood. I'm just saying, I don't think they would be willing to give him the money or the opportunity to make a movie because they're not willing I... to take a chance. We have a Lethal Weapon reboot coming to TV. They ain't going to take a chance on, no, but you know on, what? on a new Mel Brooks movie. But you know what? Like the, the, the fucking the, the Apatows and... Yeah, like... he's not dirty like that. No, no, no. But those guys... Guarantee you, they worship at the shrine of. Uh, oh, oh yeah. So without even, Mel Brooks, those guys don't have a career. No, they got, they got nothing. So I think those guys would make that movie happen. Yes, they so, would have to fund it. It would be a out of studio yeah. experience. So it would yeah. be like uh, Mel Brooks with like executive producer, fucking those guys. Apatow, Adam Sandler, fucking. Um, yeah, I don't like their movies. Though, so I just don't want to say their no, names. No, but again. The, the, I'm throwing the, the people. You know, Kevin Smith. I'll even throw him on that. Yeah. I mean, they're all those people that make those those raunchy comedies, but without Mel Brooks. But but in turn, his movies were raunchy. Yeah, just a different time period of raunchy. They they seem tame now because yeah. they're all like fucking forty. But years some old, of the but... stuff he says, even in a fucking young friend, there's a masturbation joke in the first. <laughs> well, we think it's a masturbation joke because it's the only one. But that's what's been so great about him <laughs> is he, he'll he's thirty five years old. I still don't know if it's a masturbation joke or not. He, like... he puts it up there because he knows your brain. And I'm like, he knows your brain. Be. It's a jerk and, off joke. Right? And he knows your brain's gonna fill in something dirty. <laughs> I informed you of the of the, of the Glenn Miller joke tonight. You were like, 
I was laughing. You're like, why are you laughing? Yeah, it's a, but it's, it's, a, it's a music note. You were like, no. Yeah, I mean that's not mine. That's mine. Like, that one, that joke wasn't there for me. <laughs> it was there for the old people in yeah. the audience <laughs> because I'm old. I like old like humor. Miller, uh, big band, right? <laughs> yeah, because a 1940s joke that I got. <laughs> it took me over 20 years to realize the Laurel and Hardy joke. For some reason, <laughs> it just never played in my mind. That one actually had to be uh, told to me. Yeah, when did it get told to you? A couple of years ago. Okay, so you and me are both stupid then, because I didn't get it either. Yeah, but it wasn't for us. Like, that reference but, would have been way more relevant in, in, in the late 70s. Right, but I knew who Lauren Hardy was, though. Sure, so do I. <laughs> but just because I hear those two words, because they also have different meanings. <laughs> Mel Brooks aside, and there's scenes upon scenes that are amazing in this, but... And there's you were you and me had a discussion during the movie the world that they live in like who is the straight man in this mm-hmm. I kind of don't think there is one no, I think that, I think the straightest guy we got might be the monster <laughs> like, I, if someone had to be of our main cast yeah uh, yeah maybe, maybe the monster but to I, me like I everyone everyone was crazy to me everyone is straight. But they all will step over that line. But they come back. They they'll step over and then they'll come back and let the next person. And just in this beautiful like sinker fucking whatever like synergy moving together. I gotcha. Like everyone just takes their turn, makes their jokes, steps back, and lets the next joke fall on them. Maybe, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I just I feel it's like, but maybe during the movie, yes. But by the end of the movie, I feel it becomes a who can be it's the craziest. Yeah. Especially, I Once think, you get to the dance number, uh, all, all bets are off. Which, I have never really been the biggest fan of the putting on the Ritz number. Only because, to me, it feels like he's taking his retarded kid out for a night on the town. Like, look what I trained it to do. Which, essentially, is what he's doing. And I... I have I can't remember it's like I told you during the movie I watched one of the documentaries on the DVD and they were talking I can't remember if it was and I'm paraphrasing if Gene Wilder didn't like it and Mel Brooks thought it was great or it was the opposite mm-hmm. one of them did not like this scene he didn't want to do it he was just like I don't think this is going to play right and whoever I, th- I want to say it was Gene Wilder was like I don't think this is going to play right and again it could be the opposite but whoever said no you're not seeing the big picture yeah Whenever it premiered the next day, whoever thought it wasn't going to work had to call and say, "You're right. I'm sorry. It works." You know, but and I'm sitting. Like that's I'm, that's where the tears fell from my eyes. Right, that and it's scene. a funny scene. It I'm so not, it, but to, not dying. It's funny, yeah. but that scene gets me to my scene. So that because you got to go through that to then to, bring my right. So back to me, it's film. just I'm just like waiting, just like when's she going to get here, and then when she arrives, it's like. Hurricane Madeline shows up, and and for me, she just blows everybody away. She's great whenever she's on screen, but like, I, I don't. She's like, not I don't a feel focus the, of the movie. I don't feel the third act is strong because of her. No, but I just she, really like her scenes. <laughs> well, we we love Madeline Kahn. You, love. I worship at the Temple of the Khan. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that, but I do think, but like. Like I think her her small parts in Blazing Saddles are big, are better than her parts here. Well, yeah, she got nominated for a fucking Oscar for Blazing Saddles. <laughs> like she, she has more, but I feel like she's still even doing more. Like even when she's on screen, because we've talked about like in Clue, we talked about how Madeline Kahn is always busy doing something yeah. in the background, even when it ain't fuck all about her. No, she's, it's all about her in some she, weird way. To her, yeah, she she's always got that spotlight because she's she knows somebody's eyes are on her, so she's gonna make it worth it. For that person. Well, I just think I think some of the funniest quick dialogue interaction is between her and Gene Wilder, and I love the dialogue between. And they only have like that one scene. Mm-hmm. Her and Igor. That's it. That's the only dialogue scene in the entire fucking movie. But that's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and Marty, she's so uncomfortable Marty so Feldman. quickly. <laughs> Marty Darling, Feldman. huh? <laughs> Marty Feldman is so it's so great, and I love. I love his awareness of how oh, he yeah. looks. Oh yeah, he knows he, he looks like he knows he knows he's kind of a weird looking guy. <laughs> Still, probably one of my favorite jokes is "Damn your eyes." Yeah. <laughs> it gets me every fucking time. But he he knows and he plays it so well. And yeah, like he looks weird, but he's still so fucking charming. <laughs> the "Damn your eyes" joke is funny, and I laugh. 
What hopped, I think, is ten times better. I really do. It is like, great. It is great. What makes it better is that you have forgotten the hump. Like you know, it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just you're used to you the stop movie. focusing on it because you have these giant eyes. Right. You're just like, oh, what's well, the movie? He's got you a can't hump. Look but, away. But but when it's on the other side, you still don't notice. It's no, on no, the other no. side until he touches it. He's like, what? And he's just like, what hump? And he's like, what? moving on. And he just looks at the camera and puts it back. And you're like, okay. Yeah. So not only. We're faking the hump. And you changed your name right yeah. away, quickly, in the beginning of the movie. Like, just, mm, I'm going to yeah, fuck with just you. Just throw it back in Gene Wilder's <laughs> face. And then you stay with it, the whole the whole story. But I think uh, but I think out of everybody who is the most, not the most, but like, the funniest joke for me, because again, it's one of those time you have forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. You, it's not important to the plot. You have, you're focusing on... More bullshit. He's made the monster. The monster is tacking the town. You know, he's he's fucking Inga now. You don't know what the hell's going on. And they're just like, who's the mystery? <gasps> Frau Brooker. And in the background, you hear the horses still. Yeah, like yeah, you're always. like you're like, I had forgot about those fucking <laughs> horses. It's been a while since we've heard the horses, so it's nice to hear them yeah, again. Yeah. And think about so how far away do we need to be <laughs> where they don't it does it matter? It does, it, you can be on a boat <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. You'll still hear it. It is a joke that makes no sense. <laughs> like I said, I'm like, why am I laughing at this? It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, I think Kenneth Mars is amazing as the inspector. He's good. I mean, He's I love the, the the hands. Yeah. I love the dart scene. It's good. I I think, it, but I props to the Foley department on that. I think that that makes a lot. That makes half of that performance. I mean, this was on AFI's top ten or um, the 100 comedies. Is it, it was it's number thirteen. It's like the funniest movie good in the place. world. I, I kind of would like to revisit this 100 and be like, what's, what's, what's in the what's, top 12? Yeah, what beats this? <laughs> you know, and I think Blazing Saddles is one of them. <laughs> like, like I said, I don't and put, if it's I don't not, then down. it's like, no. If it's not above, it better be 14. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just think, oh, was it Put on the Ritz was number 89 of 100 top famous songs oh, really? in film. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's appropriate. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not angry that it's, it's not lower, but I'm not angry it's not higher either. Like, mm-hmm. It's it's funny, but then like at the same it time... It is super It is funny as fuck. I cried watching it. But it don't serve nothing for the film that couldn't be done in like a quarter of the time. And I love... It's it goes, just a sweet treat. And it goes back to the homages that we were talking about the old movies. I mean, Madeline Kahn did not need the gray stripes on the side of her face, or her hair. Oh, but it's... But, but once you see, you're like, I get you done. She she does yeah, she does the hissing pose, which which is the, the the tattoo you want on your chest, on my chest. Yeah, I want her hair to mix in with mine. That's <laughs> just, just, just what it is. I know you. I don't think the people listening understand how how my love for Madeline Kahn goes. Like I have a, I think painted, they got an idea. I have a painted print of her from Clue. Like yeah. there is out of the. Many clue posters. <laughs> like, True. If there was, I said, what, what poster do I want next of her? Oh, her in this outfit with the big hair in black and white. It's, it is. It is pretty great because it, it's just because it it emulates the classic scenes so mm-hmm. well. It it is great. I like like I said. I think her her role in Blazing Saddles is is well, better. Fair. Like yeah, what, yeah. what she has there. Um, in this watching. Um, I was actually paying a lot of attention to um, Peter Boyle as as the monster in that scene. No, just all the time. Oh, okay. I was just just like, you mean where yeah. he's acting like every father? You, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, like just just the whole movie, just watching him. He's doing so much yeah, with he's his doing eyes a lot too. Yeah, like just like with his eyes and it's kind of like he has no brow movement. No, because because of the prosthetic yeah. over his head, where like a, re- a lot of. You take those eyebrows out, and you lose a lot in in your expressions. It is, I think his best facial expressions probably come from the little girl. Like, oh, what are we throwing When he looks at the camera. He's just like, "Mm." (laughs) I I love the scene with him and Gene Hackman. I think that's that's great. That's another great homage and pull from the original. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me out, you motherfuckers. Let me out. (laughs) That scene? No, 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 no. Uh, With Gene Hackman, the blind. Oh, you Gene. I heard Gene. I stopped there. Yeah, (laughs) Hackman, who is also a levity in this movie. He's never Never young. Never been young. Even in the movie with the beard, I was just like, I feel like he's 60. He's still in his 50s. Like, 
And he's probably in his thirties. <laughs> he looks. He looks. He's he that, is city miles like a motherfucker. He's old Hollywood. Like, even Cloris Leachman looks old in this. Like, She's probably twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not twenty. Right, she's twenty five. <laughs> but like, but like it was, in, it was like Gene Wilder has some very unfortunate hair in there. He's got the Donald Trump comb he, over. But was that the style in the seventies? No, not in the seventies. Because the movie doesn't take place in the seventies, no. but it's filmed in the seventies. So it takes like, place in like the twenties. Does 30s? it? It's very ambiguous when it was filmed. We have, oh, we have electricity in a castle. Like well, we're not, we're not, so did Victor von Frankenstein. Yeah, no, it's supposed to take place in the same time, but like even Frankenstein doesn't take place in the 1800s. No. Yeah, it does. Does it? Yeah. Like late 1800s? Turn of the century? Turn of the century. Hmm. Early 1900s, I'm assuming. We have, all right, we uh, have, we have uh, to go by movie because book, it takes place at the time that she's writing. Yeah. So like 1700s. And if you've ever seen that terrible... Robert De Niro adaption of Frankenstein where it's in like you see his dick that would be the one <laughs> I wasn't going to focus on that if that's just, even him I just assume body just, double just, just reminding everyone that it's there that you, you got that. that's like um, Victor not even the, the revolutionary days yeah. like the, the costumes and oh, that, that know, movie like, goes really weird do you seen that in a while no not in a long time I remember I was so excited because like you know, Francis Ford sure. Coppola's Dracula had come out, and then they were like, Kenneth Branagh, Frankenstein. And you read the cast list, you're like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing, except for De Niro, because it's not a choice for Frankenstein. And then you watch it, you're like, wow, there's a lot there's a lot going on here. That's how I felt about Wolfman. I don't even want to talk about that. We're going right. to focus on the monsters. We've, we've, <laughs> we've gone over it already. Uh, I, I do think that this is one of the best movies ever made. This is probably one of the best movies we'll ever do on this podcast. Okay, well, that's a bold statement. No, uh, no, I have seen Empire, so <laughs> I'll give you comedy. <laughs> All right, you, you, if you're looking for something to watch that's Halloween related, adjacent, you've got Casper and then you've got Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Tune in. And, we got three more of these coming. And Hocus Pocus, because it always should be watched around Halloween. You know, yeah, we got four or five movies last year too. Go ahead and uh, just search uh, Halloween on, in the Pixelated Geek search box. But Young Frankenstein, uh, hands down, one of the best movies ever made. You probably should see it before you die and laugh. And if you don't like it, fuck you. I don't want to know you. Stop listening. Uh, uh, wow, I was going to say just kill yourself. <laughs> no, they don't have to do that. I just don't want to ever know them. Okay. I don't want to hear from them. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what their opinions are. <laughs> you all can eat a pile of shit. I think mine's ends pretty good. Mine's much neater. <laughs> yeah, but you're trying to end a life here. I'm just trying to say, you know. Well, it's, it's not, not like kill yourself because I don't want you to plan. It's more like. You're not living right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm not one to judge. <laughs> I'm not one to judge, except about this. <laughs> anyway, Young Frankenstein, uh, Mel Brooks. Uh, I'm your host, Leland, here with uh, Spooky. Uh, Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, we're all on it. All right. Uh, happy weekend and enjoy something and go see movies and watch Young Frankenstein. Anything else? Uh, no, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> awesome. We'll see you next week. See you. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, or cut away coat, perfect fit.